Greetings programs. In this special edition of Nerd Cave Retro, in honor of our upcoming panels at Pensacon this year, we thought we would re-release this episode of the Derek Diamond Experience, which was our Defending Bad Movies panel from Pensacon 2020. We will be not only doing a Nerd Cave Retro panel this year, but it's also the return of Defending Bad Movies. Both panels will be on Saturday the 25th at the Wright Building in downtown Pensacola, starting at 11 a.m. So if you're going to be at Pensacon this year, come by and say hi. See us and watch us try to defend some of the worst films ever made. So get ready for Defending Bad Movies 2, The Revenge. We hope you enjoy this look back, have a laugh with us, and we will see you at Pensacon 2023. Coming up on today's show, it's episode 250, and I can't think of a better way to celebrate the occasion than with the sequel to my all-time favorite Pensacon panel. This is Defending Bad Movies 2, The Revenge. You've heard me talk about it for weeks on this show, as well as Nerd Cave Retro, and you finally get to hear it. And I want to thank Jason Robbins, Wally Phelps, Julio Diaz, Brandon Rutledge, and Nathan Simmons for taking part in this really fun panel. I had a great time, had a great time at Pensacon and can't wait to do Defending Bad Movies 3D next year. So without further ado, here is Defending Bad Movies 2, The Revenge, on this week's episode of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, which starts right now. All right, so how's everyone doing? Hey guys. Awesome. You guys enjoying Pizzacon? Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, my name is Derek Diamond. I am the host of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. And a little over a year ago, I wrote and directed my first short film called The Parker Syndrome, which is still uh, in its festival run. And I've got a fantastic group of people for is the sequel to my personal all-time favorite panel that we've ever done. This is Defending Bad Movies 2, The Revenge. We did this last year and had a blast doing it and stoked to do it again. So before we get started, why don't you guys introduce yourself? Okay. Uh, my name is award-winning comedy writer Wally Phelps. <laughs> I, uh, I have to that share the award with this guy. Uh, I am a stand-up comedian uh, from Biloxi, Mississippi. I also co-wrote the movie uh, Monsters Anonymous. Again. Which you can find on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> uh, my name is Jason Robbins. I'm the co-writer of Monsters Anonymous. Um, also, I'm the co-host of the Nerd Cave Retro podcast with Mr. Derek Diamond, and I'm also a comedian. Um, my name is uh, Brandon Rutledge, former actor, comedian on hiatus. Um, <laughs> if for anyone who follows uh, Nerd Cave Retro on Facebook, I'm the guy who always leaves super, super long comments on every new episode. Oh. And um, I believe this this is going to be on the Derek Diamond Experience, isn't it? Yes. This is my podcast debut. Hey. <laughs> Uh, my name is Nathan Simmons. I am. I'm gonna move the microphone a little closer. Um, I am a uh, freelance writer. Write uh, comic book reviews and editorials for AIPTComics.com. 
I'm also a uh, lo local actor, just now getting back into it. So very, very excited about that. Um, and I l love bad movies. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about. Then you're in the right yeah. place then. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we hope to be joined by uh, Julio Diaz in a bit, who's oh, cool. also yeah, an admin for Pensacon. So he's a little occupied at the moment, but sure. we hope to be joined by him later. So how this works? In this hat, I have over 80 of the worst movies ever made. I have worse reviews as a combination of IMDb's lists, uh, various other websites that I looked at. And when I draw a name out of the hat, these guys have to say nothing but good things about these movies. <laughs> if they slip up, they are buzzed and they can't talk until I draw another name out. So shall we begin? Let's begin. Let us do this. Sure. Come on, hope brother. We, hope we start off with a good one. It, well, it, uh, by design. We <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll start with Star Wars. And this is also, again, combination of IMDb lists and just other reviews that I've read. Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Oh. I like Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. That's <laughs> basically it. <laughs> I, I really can't say anything bad about it. I mean, the only thing I can say bad about it is, well, I haven't seen season? it in like 10 years. Oh, uh, yeah. He stuck the landing. Um, I feel that out of all the movies in the prequel trilogy, I feel like that it's the strongest of the three. Uh, there's some great lightsaber stuff in it. And it, oh, and it also has it also has Palpatine saying, "Do it." Do it. Do it. I am the Senate. I am the Senate. I mean, so many iconic moments happen in that movie. You have Anakin become Vader. You have the Empire rise to power. She's lost whole, her will to live. The whole. Oh, I hate you! It's amazing <laughs> yeah. to me. Oh, oh, and uh, uh, who could forget? I have the high ground. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's o it's over, Anakin. <clears throat> Still a meme today, I believe. And no, no. So we're keeping with Star Wars. Okay. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most recent movie that's going to be in this hat: The Rise of Skywalker. Very divided movie, by the way. It is a divided movie. I uh, haven't seen it yet. Oh, I need to fix that. <laughs> you do need to fix that. I, I, I like the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> like the the thing with the rise of Skywalker is that it does hit a lot of of uh, moments that are icon iconic moments. Mm -hmm. C three PO is a really. Uh, used in this movie more than the previous yes, of the sequel absolutely. in ways that I really enjoyed. I, I just really liked it. I thought it was a fun time. Yeah, when they, um, when Ray and uh, Kylo Ren are about to face off in the Emperor's throne room and you get that, you know, that mm -hmm. classic Emperor throne room music, like that yeah. really, like, gave me goosebumps during that part. It's one of the best acted Star Wars movies also. I think the cast is pretty really fantastic is. across the board, especially the returning cast. There's so many there, there's a there are a lot of great emotional payoffs. It's a road movie. trip movie. Is yeah, what it's it is. fun. I think it's a lot of yeah. fun. Adam Driver's best showing is Kylo Ren. Yeah, easily. I, I, oh, one hundred percent agree. The 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 shrug is oh, one of my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Just he's surrounded and he's like, eh, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Not to yeah. mention the backward shot where he just shoots behind himself. The best. Yeah, the yeah. best. Yeah, for sure. Grownups. Oh. Um. <laughs> It's got Adam Sandler. 
Wait. Gr- uh, gr- Ooh, no. I'm leaving yeah. it vague. <laughs> oh, uh, the the actors were all paid. <laughs> From what I understand, craft services was astounding. Yeah, which is key for a feature film, especially. And they all got a Starting vacation it, to a it, uh, uh, tropical climate to, to make that movie. It did so inspire weather. one of the my favorite podcasts ever, actually. Um, really? The, well, the sequel, Grown Ups 2, inspired a podcast called The Worst Idea Ever, where these two comedians watched Grown Ups 2 once a week, every week for a year. <laughs> By episode eight, they've lost their minds. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually, weirdly enough, huge fan of Grown Ups 2 because of the podcast. <laughs> I, I don't remember if this was in the first or the second movie, but just that kid that goes, I want to get chocolate wasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And who doesn't want to get chocolate wasted? Yeah. Do I have yeah, to have watched Grown Ups 1 to understand Grown Ups 2? I don't I don't know. <laughs> Clash of the Titans. The, what, what, the, wait, which? the newish the newest okay. one. The, Ray oh. Fiennes is great in that movie. Uh, as, as Hades, uh, actually a genuinely fun performance. He starts the movie very like um, meek and unassuming, and then by the end of it, he's like giving this bonkers Shakespearean performance that I really enjoy. Julio Diaz. Qui Gon Jinn as, as Zeus. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, who doesn't love that? Right. Release the Kraken. <laughs> But man, Zeus sounds like an Irishman. I don't know. <laughs> this is great. Good. They took my answers. Oh, <laughs> Julio, we were discussing uh, Clash of the Titans. Uh, first of all, I'm sorry that I'm late, but in my defense, since we're defending things, <coughs> I was uh, making sure that uh, an interview on WAR got done with Edward James almost. So. Nice. Uh, d- we're defending the most recent Clash of the yes. Titans? Okay. Uh, Liam Neeson saying, release the Kraken is awesome. Who could complain about that? Yes. I'm gonna tell them to tickle. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got because I haven't seen it. I've only seen the commercials, so I've heard "Release the Kraken" Release about the nine Kraken. million times. Twilight. <laughs> Dope I'm give the same answer Wally gave last year for the Last Airbender. Absolutely. Twilight is fantastic because I've never seen it. <laughs> no, but absolutely accurate. The soundtrack is the very good. Oh, the yeah, there's a lot of great really stuff. Good. Decode yeah. by Paramore. Sick Paramore B-side. The moon version of uh, The Braveries, uh, Believe. Yeah, that's great, man. I mean, I, it also inspired uh, a lot of the dialogue in Monsters Anonymous. Nice. So, I, I mean... I, well, it can't be all that bad. I also, I also had a stand-up bit that was really solid about, you know, what does... A 16-year-old girl and a 108-year-old man have to talk about. So <laughs> you'd be surprised. Perfect right. movie. Perfect. Okay. I will. Uh, I will say I thought. Um, I hope again I'm not getting my movies mixed up, but I thought the whole thing about the vampires playing baseball during a very loud thunderstorm. I thought that was actually pretty clever. That is pretty clever, actually. I, I, and my favorite scene in the movie. It's, it's bonkers. I, I, I worked at Borders when that movie came out, and the, the hysteria around the Twilight fandom was, was weirdly so um, pure 
and yeah. and and happy. Like it, it was it was not a toxic thing at all. So I, I actually really enjoyed that. Like the, <laughs> just that experience of seeing people excited to see a film of a book that they loved. <laughs> yeah. Was Anna Kendrick in all of them, or was she just in? Yeah, she doesn't even know. She, okay. she was. She so was in all three. Well, I mean, uh, as far as I'm concerned, Anna four. Kendrick can do no There's wrong. There's actually four so, movies. Absolutely. Yeah. She was really good in them too. Yeah, she is. The Happy Time Murders. Oh, oh I have not seen that. Yeah, that I haven't one's... seen it either. I actually wanted to see that and never got around to it because Brian Henson was just so excited about right. that. Uh, and you know, I'm all for adult puppet stuff, but. I, that 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 sounded like maybe I shouldn't say it. Would you like to refreeze that, Julio? I want to yeah. that on my tombstone. <laughs> Julio, that's a topic for a different panel. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's the uh, yeah, that's that's a, that's that's, that's, that's the private panel. Sorry. Yeah. You know the thing with the Happy Time Murders is the fact that Brian Henson directed the thing. Yeah. And I'm glad he's getting work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Bucky Lawson, born to be a star. That's that's Nick Swartzen's movie, right? So it had Nick Swartzen. There, there's some yeah. actually really fun. I remember reading an interview, I think, with the AV Club about the behind the scenes of that movie. They did a series called like um, Year of Flops or something like that, where they they talked to people who worked on movies that didn't do well. Um, and some of the shenanigans that went into making that film, or I, I can't. I mean, it, it, if you watch the movie, it's literally just like. Nope, never mind. I almost was almost negative, but uh, uh, it, it 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 seems like everyone had a good time. <laughs> I have not and will not see that movie. Oh, bro, you got to. I never even heard of it. No, I, I, I've heard. Uh, I, I like Nick Swartzen. That's yeah, he's okay. great. He's great. He is. He really is. The happening. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Uh, Marky Mark's confused face is never not funny. It, it's got, he spends the no. whole movie doing this. It's got Brian O'Halloran in it, who played Dracula right. in Monsters Anonymous. Yeah. What? Right, the happening. No. Yeah, right. The thing with The Happening, it's my favorite unintentional comedy ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, the fu- I don't what? know why I find no. it so amazing. The scene where there's like the group of survivors standing there, and they're hearing the other people shooting themselves off the distance. Right. And and he's like, and like, what do we do? And and they're asking the science teacher. Yeah. And he's like, give me a minute to think. And I'm like, what are you gonna think of? Yeah. What are you, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing? Get out of there. Yeah. If it wasn't for the happening, we might never have had Mark Wahlberg starring in Transformers movies. Right. <laughs> Also, I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for you to buzz me for that. I, 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 <laughs> there we go. Look, I, I also I also feel like that it makes it acceptable for the wind to be an acceptable monster. <laughs> so it's revolutionary. Right. It was great. See the Invisible Man in theaters now. <laughs> Which I've heard is excellent. Like, yeah, that's right. actually getting really great reviews yeah. to my shock because the marketing campaign is terrible. And, yeah. yeah, the trailers weren't great, but yeah. I didn't even know this was even happening. Yo. Yeah. yeah, well, it came out this weekend. None of us are going. Yeah, <laughs> we're, all, we're all a little occupied. I got, a, I got a ticket to see it in 10 minutes. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, the second Michael Bay produced movie. Okay, I'm actually prepared for this one. <laughs> 
I am too, believe it or not. Yeah. My wife is like the biggest like Ninja Turtles fan, and she 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 she, she didn't enjoy it. But I like the fact, even though it took six theatrically released movies, we finally got Bebop and Rocksteady. I was going to yes. say the same yep. thing, and we got a good Krang. I mean, yeah, I, yeah maybe the design was uh, not what we we're used to. But it is absolutely terrifying what they did with Crank. You, it, it, his voice is great. Right. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. You guys no, make I, me want to actually liked, watch this movie. I, I liked Bebop and Rocksteady a lot. I liked Crank a lot. <laughs> I liked Tyler Perry in this movie, yeah. which is yeah, not something that I often say, yeah. but I do yeah. like ba- Tyler Perry as Baxter Stockman. You know, I, I like Tyler Perry in things that he hasn't written. Exactly. I, mean, that, yeah. I, yes, I, I liked the idea of Stephen Amell playing Casey Jones. Jones yeah. I thought that was great casting. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I thought so. It was a great idea, uh, and uh, I, I love my one of my favorite things about the movie is that Megan Fox did interviews saying that she did this movie for her kids because she wanted her kids to see her as a superhero. Yeah. Like, no, April's not the superhero. No, you're just. Uh, what do you guys think? Is April is April a superhero? Is April O'Neil a superhero? <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> that that's my hetero life mate Chris Kiku Kubiak back there. <laughs> I will say I enjoyed the aspect that it was more like the cartoon that yeah, I grew yeah. up with. Yeah, and, yeah, that, yeah. and that yes. and that I enjoyed. They this heard us loud and clear. Oh, yes. 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 Attack of the Clones. Order sixty six. One of the greatest moments in... No. No. That was Revenge of the Sith. That's Revenge of the Sith. That was Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Here's the thing. Everybody bags on the prequels, and there there are times when that's deserved. But I think all of the prequels do have something to offer in them. I okay. do think that the the whole battle at the arena at Geonosis is a, one of the better battle sequences in, in Star Wars. Uh, so that, in that regard, right. I will definitely defend it. And all the fact right. that Samuel L. Jackson got himself a purple lightsaber so he could be seen in the battle scenes. The, there's <laughs> video of him asking George Lucas about it. And he's like, he's like, the, yeah. uh, he goes, uh, so what kind of colors the lightsabers come in? And he goes, he goes, uh, well, uh, good guys get uh, blue and green, bad guys get red. And he goes, you know, you don't give me a purple lightsaber. Like it's so, it's so good. It's so good. That's that's a pretty good Lucas impression too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You guys like Star Wars? <laughs> right. uh, I will say my favorite scene in that movie is this. Do you want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You right. want to go back home and rethink your life. I want to go back home and rethink my life. Obi Wan said no to drugs. <laughs> Honestly, uh, anything with Obi Wan in that movie was amazing. Well, Count Dooku tells him the entire plot, and, and yeah, oh, it just establishes Obi Wan as kind of an idiot sometimes. The, the fact that there is a Star Wars movie where Obi Wan says no to drugs. The fact that there is even a a a, a a a a a bar drug scene in a Star Wars movie right. in and of itself is just <laughs> psycho crazy. Pretty wild, yeah, and in a, in a good way. So I'm not saying bad things. After Earth. <laughs> Do we I'm mean A1 says, I like Smith the name Cypher Rage. Is, <laughs> is this the Will and Jaden Smith movie? Yes. Okay, so we're not yes. talking about Titan AE. Correct. Uh, okay, I got that, nothing. What? Titan AE is a good movie. <laughs> yes, it is. That's uh, why I was asking. I am, Very uh, underrated animated movie, I by the way. I think it's great because it actually established the fact that we don't need any more Jaden Smith movies. <laughs> 
here's yes, the thing. that was it. That was the one. You know that what, though? Here's the thing. I will, I will defend Jaden Smith. I have not actually seen this movie, but uh, Jaden Smith in, uh, in The Get Down, he's actually really, really great That's in The Get Down. True, yeah. If you watch The Get Down on Netflix, which ended too soon, yeah. I have one word really for you. No. <laughs> I, I've seen that. I'm, I'm, you know what? I've seen this movie. I don't remember anything about it. You know, that's my so, thing. It, 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 that's fair. It, I watched it. I know I watched it. Yeah. I don't even remember the ending. Well, you know what's like, wild is they had the power to like make themselves invisible in the movie, and I think the movie did that. It's what? not its me. thesis was sound. Yes. <laughs> what you just said, Wally, I think applies to about the last five or six Will Smith movies, at least in terms of the box office, except for the sure, new Bad Boys. Sure. Aladdin. God. What is wrong? The Academy <laughs> Award-winning Suicide Squad. <laughs> it did win an Oscar. It did. It did for hair and makeup. He's not sure, making that up. Sure did. Yeah. Uh, we're talking. Okay, so we're talking about the new live-action Aladdin. Or are we talking? No, 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 no. I just mentioned it because. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you forgot said it. That. Yeah, no, no. yeah, it was a successful Will Smith yeah. film. I was ready to, to defend that actually. No, no, I actually really enjoyed that movie. Good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Uh oh. What? Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. Be- beside, beside, besides the obvious, the memes are. <laughs> Fire for this movie. The whole, the whole one where it's like I have a pleasure room, and he opens the door, and it's full of video games. (laughs) I thought it was a little bit soon for a Twilight remake, but you know, I mean, that's. I know too much about this movie. It started Look. as Twilight fan fiction. Look. It did. It did. It, it's absolutely Look. 100% Did it really? True. Yes. It I did. did not know that. Yeah. yeah th- no, no. That is absolutely true. That book started as Twilight fan fiction. She Ooh, sold yeah. it and changed the names, and that's why we have three movies of uh, Dakota Johnson and uh, what's what's the dude's name? Exactly. Oh, some yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, middle-aged, middle-aged white women at Tupperware parties need porn too. Okay, we all gotta have our thing. But we've all got Pornhub now. (laughs) This is a family show. I haven't had a connection. There are children. (laughs) Derek just buzzed me now. I'm not gonna say anything nice about it. (laughs) Are you buzzing? We'll get there eventually. So this was in our... um, We did this for the comedy festival, and I was hoping this one would get drawn again. I'm I'm going to go ahead and just put my finger on the buzzer. Freddie got fingered. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to put your finger on the buzzer? I see what you did there, Derek. (laughs) I cannot believe this movie got funded. This is the worst... I can't. Uh, uh, that was the whole reason for putting that in there was just to see Jason go right. off again. Because like that was the way that our our show ended at the comedy festival is us going off on this movie. It was just me doing this. Right. So I'm actually going to say something nice about this film. When you better I better not. When I, <laughs> when I see, I will flip this table over. Our friendship of 20 years will end. <laughs> I 
but I want a divorce. Here's, here's, what, here's what I will say about this. It pretty much ended the idea of Tom Green being a leading man in anything. But and that's you can't buzz me for that. No, that's a good thing. Freddie yeah. got fingered. Gives hope to the filmmaker in me that my stupid shit will get greenlit. <laughs> Thank you. I will say. <laughs> the best thing to come out of Freddy Got Fingered is Roger Ebert's review of the movie. Oh, yes. He gave it a zero star rating, which he almost never did. And he said, and I quote, this movie doesn't scrape the bottom of the barrel. This movie isn't the bottom of the barrel. This movie isn't below the bottom of the barrel. This movie doesn't deserve to be mentioned in the same sentence with barrels. <laughs> I will, well, one thing real quick. So hey, Jason? Jason? I never saw it. Good for you. Yeah, you know, you're, you're doing fine. <laughs> Safe. <laughs> Safe. <laughs> and at first I didn't like it at all. I didn't quite like it anymore. The second time I was forced to watch, I was like, yeah, okay, I can, I can Whoever forced who, you to watch who, a movie the second yeah. time, you need to call who, the police. Who hurt you? Yeah. <laughs> do, do we need to call someone? That's do you abuse. have a friend? I'm going to text you the number for the Good Woman's Center. Cigars. <laughs> hey, Derek, have you heard the news? What news? We officially have our very own line of coffee at brezcoffeeco.com. That's right. Nerd Cave Retro now has its very own medium roast coffee. If you want to try it yourself, or even some of the other awesome flavors like Wizard's Potion, which is a butterscotch, caramel, and hazelnut flavored roast. Or the Dragon's Breath Roast, which is a cinnamon dolce flavored roast. They have tons of different flavors, and you can also just get a regular Colombian roast and add any flavor to it that you want. They even keep their seasonal roasts all year round. If you need that boost to get you through those all-night gaming sessions, then head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use the promo code NCR for 10% off your order. Waterworld. Oh. Uh, I didn't think it was that bad. The production values of that movie is legitimately fantastic. It's Mad Max on water. If you like Mad Max, you're going to like yeah. Waterworld. Yeah, it's part of that awesome late career, late uh, late period uh, Dennis Hopper career, where yeah. like Speed and all that stuff. There's a lot of really like great, crazy Dennis Hopper roles in there. You know the weird thing about that movie is they're always on the search for paper, but they're smoking cigarettes like crazy. <laughs> Um, oh really? my god. They're, ra- they're wrapped in banana peels. It's okay. It inspired a dope uh, stunt show at uh, Six Flags. So <laughs> Valid. That. that was Universal Studios. Universal. Okay, you're right. Uh, you're right. You know, in Japan, like they have an entire water world land coming. Really? I am going tomorrow. <laughs> yes, it, it surrounds the entire country. That, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I just realized the irony in Waterworld Land. <laughs> I was just about to point you, that out. Do you Waterworld Land? Have you ever? Do you go into like a comedy club and you're like, "Wow, this is a Joker show" or something? <laughs> uh, m- moving on. <laughs> Superman three. Oh, it's got Richard Pryor. Yeah, I actually really like Richard Pryor in that movie. Um, the 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 fight between Christopher Reeve as evil Superman 
is he, he legitimately frightening is what the guy next door just said. <laughs> he is he's simultaneously scary and hysterical. Right. There's a moment where um, he's on the couch with Lana Lang and he's trying to like make out with her and she's like, you should probably go, because they hear on the radio that like a bus is falling off a bridge or something and she's like, you should probably go say that. He goes, well, there's no rush. <laughs> it's... it's it's a great moment. It also has that, you know, that super gifable scene of him just shooting oh, that yeah. whiskey. <laughs> right. I love watching him, like, you know, like the thump pennies. the peanuts. And oh, the, oh, the peanuts. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, two things about that. One, the fact that that's another tool playing Lana Lang, who goes on to play Clark Kent's mom on right. Smallville. Yep. Little creep, little bit creep factor there. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the fact that that is now, as of the Crisis on Infinite Earths cross, crossover on the CW, Superman three is canon. There is a scene of Brandon Routh, and they're talking about fighting himself. It's, Spoilers. It's canon. Spoilers. Now. No, the first time I've gone crazy and fought myself. Uh, I will. It's a great scene. Uh, I will say I thought the opening scene with all like the Buster Keaton type shenanigans I thought was actually oh, pretty entertaining. The weird Rube Goldberg device. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh man, that's super fun. That's my favorite trope of the '80s: is Rube Goldberg devices <laughs> yeah. in movies. Yes. Movie forty-three. Yeah. Lots of good people in that movie. Lots. Of it also it it has the greatest actor of all time in it. Hugh Jackman? Yes, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> in, in the... Well, mm. right. well, here's the thing about movie 43. It's, it's, it's hard to say enough about it because it's actually like anthology. 17 movies. True. Right. So it's, it's, it's a, if you don't know, it's an anthology of short comedy films. Uh, James Gunn's got a film in it. Yep. So mm-hmm. I, I will never say anything bad about James Gunn. He's one of my personal heroes. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> it gave us Jason Sudeikis as Batman. That's right. <laughs> Did it really? <laughs> yes. Jason Sudeikis as Batman, Justin Long as Robin. Hilarity ensues. John Hodgman as the Penguin, I think. It's, the it's, the yeah. cast overall is insane. It's, yeah. it's amazing the number yeah. of, of and people that you know that you've seen in a million things that are huge stars yeah. that are in this movie that most of you are looking like, what the hell are they talking about? The, I've never heard of this. Chris Pratt and Anna Faris have a yeah. scene that is disgusting, but it is so funny. And back when they were still married, Back too. when they were <laughs> still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't know that, that caused the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> That probably <laughs> you know, Chris Pratt listens to this show and now. <laughs> Biodome. Oh. Here's the thing. I've I've met Polly a couple of times. Polly's actually a pretty de- decent dude. I know he's got a rep, yeah. but I, I actually like Polly. He's a good guy. Tenacious D's in it. Yeah. For like three seconds. And Colin Minogue's in it. My, uh, my will say that Joey Lauren Adams in it. The, uh, the idea yeah, I was gonna of, say, of... That's where I was going next was Joey. The idea of locking Pauly Shore and Stephen uh, Baldwin, Baldwin in a, a biodome away from all other humans sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was positive about this film. Out- outstanding concept. <laughs> <laughs> Chef's kiss. <laughs> the Emoji Movie. Patrick Stewart's in it. It has a it that caused a great that caused Jordan Peele to walk away from acting and become a director full time. Right, and, and we it, got Get Out because yes, we got Get Out and us and the new Candyman. And, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I honestly thanks Emoji Movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I found another Waldo. There's so oh, many sorry. Waldos. <laughs> There's, 
There's uh, uh, two in this room. It's like, there again, he is. Again, there he also is. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember the character's name, but there were a couple moments that James Corden's character I thought was actually um, funny. The British emoji. I, 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 the, the one, he was like a hand with a face on it. But, but I want to reiterate, I know somebody, you already said Patrick Stewart, but for those of you who don't realize, yes, Patrick Stewart is in this movie. Patrick Stewart is playing a talking poop emoji. <laughs> Which is the part Jordan Peele turned down. Exactly. I mean... The mind reels. It's yeah. <laughs> the 1998 Godzilla film. That's a lot of fish. Okay, you know what? It's it's not a bad giant monster movie if you ignore the name of the film. That's, yeah. That's true. Um, it, 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 this also another movie with a very good soundtrack. Uh, oh, that's Wallflower, true. Wallflowers covering David Bowie. That, that is a great song. song. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not so much down with the uh, Puff Daddy. No, oh, that's right. that is a banger, God. Yeah. <laughs> Come with me. I mean, yeah, it's mostly because I like Cashmere. Yeah, but <laughs> it's still a good one. But do you like a, a crazy person ranting over Cashmere? Right. <laughs> what are you interrupting Cashmere? When have you, you ever heard Cashmere? Where it wasn't is. being ranted over by someone. That's, that's very fair. <laughs> yeah, it, well, does, it does wholly depend on who the crazy person is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, he had to do something after Biggie died, and you know, he kind of oh. had to find his way. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no money, more problems. I get odd for that, really. Oh, I will say, God. Tim Curry doing any type of European accent is just amazing. That wasn't Tim. Tim Curry's not. I thought it was. I thought he was like the Russian. Oh, what was that actor? Sean Reno. Yes. Oh, yeah. I actually comment. really liked him in that movie. <laughs> Tim Curry oh, amazingly edit transformed out. into Sean Reno. Edit out. <laughs> I love Matthew Curry Broderick. Really needed a payday after those it? people he killed. Will you stop? Are really? we on Broderick again? <laughs> Oh no! Was Did you just talk ten about years the, prior the Matthew Broderick car accident? Are we back on that again? Moving on. <laughs> Thank <laughs> just because it was your parents. <laughs> <laughs> and now I dress up as a bat. <laughs> Uh, we are very close to falling off the rails completely here. Uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh, I was prepared for this one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how many people hate this line, but I love it. Mother, you're alive? Too bad you will die. <laughs> I can't. Did they still use the same, like, cool techno Mortal Kombat song from the first no. Mortal Kombat movie? No. Okay. In the intro. Okay, well then, all right. Everything, so it's got that in it. You can't go wrong with that. Everything I like about that movie is because it's it's awkward, and I mean I mean that sincerely. They replaced Christopher Lambert as Raiden with James yeah. Remar, who looks like at all times like man. I cannot believe they cast me as a thunder god, <laughs> and it is it's endearing in a way. Like you know, it's so funny because they. They had to change so many things from the first one that yeah. they had to keep coming up with explanations. Sure. So mm -hmm. like, so for example, you're the 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 new casting. There's a whole. They make a big deal out of you look different. You like it? It's like, ooh, okay. I, I feel different. <laughs> I feel. Mortal different. Kombat <laughs> Annihilation was one of the best naps I ever had. <laughs> in the movie so if you hated Johnny Cage in the first movie, it's okay. He dies like in the first five minutes of this yeah. movie. <laughs> So, so how did they explain the transformation? I mean, did they have like a wampa show up? Because that would be pretty cool. He does it, exa <laughs> he does it exactly like that. He's right. like, yeah, I'm different. Only in the special edition. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. <laughs> Je- Jeff Goldblum. Who doesn't Jeff, like Jeff Goldblum, yeah. man? Sorry. I would watch that dude just like read the phone book for two hours. And he has a great show on Disney. Would, yeah. Yes, he does. No, er, earlier today, earlier today, during the Legends of Tomorrow panel, somebody asked them what their superpower would be, and Matt Ryan responded, my superpower would be Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> there was a great arcade video game made out of that. There was. Yeah. yeah I'm just... Uh, very fun. The thing with Jeff Goldblum is that when you see him as a person in real life doing things, you realize how great an actor he is, because he is astounding at acting normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life uh, finds a way. Always looking for the next future ex Mrs. Mouse. (laughs) Fool's Gold. I don't know this one. What is this one? That was the one with Matthew McConaughey and uh, Kate Hudson. They made more than one together, no. didn't they? Yeah. Because <laughs> weren't they in how, was how, to it, how to Lose a Guy? Yeah, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. No, it was, it's a separate movie. Uh, are you sure? Yes. Yeah. Have you seen both to verify this? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that the one where they're like windsurfing in the desert or something like that? That was uh, that was Sahara. Oh, never Sahara saw that one either. <laughs> apparently, well, I'm, honestly, apparently I'm not a McConaughey too, fan. Like, no, that's Sahara. I do. I like well, just hold on. I'll buzz myself for that selection. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh. We leave Schreiber as Sabretooth. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Look, the first 10 minutes of that movie is amazing because yeah. where, where Wolverine is going through time, yes. that was legitimately the best thing. That well, visually, the way they did it was fantastic. Right. Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, it if was... you put that at the beginning of Logan, that would have... Fit. It was Ryan Reynolds' definitive version <laughs> of Deadpool. No. Shut your mouth. At the absolute Until best. Deadpool came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, at that point. Okay, it, I, in a way, inspired the real Deadpool. That's true. true. That's true. I, I will say this, and I may be in the minority on this, but I actually like Gambit in that film, too. No, uh, yeah, Taylor yeah. Kitsch is a good Taylor Gambit. Kitch, yeah, yeah, I, I like them, too. For him to be in that movie, but yeah. It's, yeah, he's great. But, but very little makes sense to be in that movie. Hey, another movie with sweet Hugh Jackman picks. So, you know. <laughs> You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit 3. We talked about two at the comedy festival. We, we did. So, so three was... So this is, the for those who don't know, was the one that Burt Reynolds passed on. And so Jackie, uh, Jackie Gleason played both Smokey and the Bandit. Uh-huh. Smokey... So it led to a great joke in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Right. where Where Station was doing charades, and, the, and, it, and it was Smokey, Smokey and the, the Bandit 3. Smokey is the Bandit. <laughs> So which one is the one where Snowman becomes the the? It's that one. It's the same. It's thing. that one, but yeah. It's, what? Yeah, they, but they, All yeah. this happened in one movie. Yes, yes. It, did. it did. And then at the end, the bandit became the bandit. Whoa. I, <laughs> when, when does all right? In the interest of equal time, when does Sally Field get to be the bandit? Because I will watch that movie even now. Yeah, yeah. Smokey oh, the Bandit. percent. I I didn't even know there was the a third bandit. movie. Yeah, we could have Smokey and the Bandit four, and it's just a still camera shot of Burt Reynolds' gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> just because Burt Reynolds killed your brother. So wait a minute. Is wait, that the, wait? Is will he come back? Is the song in that one then North Bounded Down or South Bounded Down? Oh. <laughs> Wait, if if they're gonna do a fourth one like that, does that mean Burt Reynolds comes back as a dog? 
Oh, I'm into that. <laughs> oh, deep cut, deep cut. Very nice. G.I. <laughs> Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Okay. Uh, G- <laughs> I, I saw, I wasn't, but I'm so excited. I saw this movie at midnight when it came out because I was such a huge G.I. Joe fan and I knew from the trailer, uh, uh, I was, there's a moment early on when I realized that that movie and Team America World Police are the same movie. <laughs> they blow up the Eiffel Tower. There is a shot of uh, uh, Channing Tatum rides his motorcycle through a, a cemetery, and I expected that, like, uh, Freedom calls a book There's the bit... And there's a bit at the beginning where a, 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 a jet fighter gets hit by a uh, missile, and one second before the missile hits, it does an extreme zoom in on the, the the pilot's face, and he just goes, "No, my God!" Like it's like something straight out of South Park. If you watch it as a live-action remake of Team America, because it did come out after, it is it is unbelievably entertaining. Matt Damon. Did it? Did did uh, I, I will do that if you can promise me that they also redid the music. Musical numbers. <laughs> I wish <laughs> all the musical numbers. Now you go ahead. <laughs> I don't think Ava's are going to top that. <laughs> so, so wait. I, I'm just trying because I actually, fairly, in fairness, haven't seen it. This is the one with jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Cobra Commander, right? He calls himself the Doctor for the whole movie. It's very uh, strange. Okay, and who played Baroness? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Sienna, was it? Sierra, no, no, Sienna Gill. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Sierra, what's her name? Sierra. Uh, Sienna Mill. <laughs> I will, okay, you actually, you I will see also them. see that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody you cast you John Cena. It's Baroness Corbin. That would be amazing. <laughs> I, I couldn't. Any other comments on GI Joe? The, the design of Snake Eyes costume I thought was pretty tight. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Destro looks good whenever he becomes Destro. Yeah. 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 No, costuming in general. I, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, that's why I brought up Baroness because oh. she yeah. did look good in the role. Blade Trinity. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't. Triple H is a vampire. Yeah, yet another movie that led to Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. He had right. to do like <laughs> seven comic book movies before he finally did Deadpool and found his niche. Right. Uh, Wesley Snipes says Blade is just great. I just. I, you know, yeah. it's fantastic. It also led to uh, Patton Oswalt t- telling stories about his time on the set. Oh my is, God, yes. Which is an incredible story of. <laughs> Wesley Snipes would uh, stop talking to the director halfway through filming, and he would only communicate to David Goyer through post-it notes that he signed Blade. And so it's just like my favorite, my 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 favorite anecdote about the Blade movies. Just the idea that he was like, Blade don't pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, if you had to talk to David Goyer, you might resort to post-it oh, notes, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> I am CGI. <laughs> Jack and Jill. It's got Adam Sandler in it. <laughs> Al Pacino is Al in it. Great in Al Pacino movie. trying to hook up with Adam Sandler in drag. This is a thing that exists in the world. We're all better for it. It does, it does have a, a really fantastic line reading from Al Pacino because it has a, a, this fake Dunkin' Donuts commercial in the movie. And it stops. It's genuinely the funniest thing. He, he, at the end of the commercial, he points at the screen and goes, 
no one should ever see this. <laughs> and it's just like this very like very plain. And it, I I felt like it was the the DP catching him off, off camera. <laughs> right <laughs> when he was watching the he was watching the dailies from Jack and Jill, and he's just like, I hope I don't don't ever come to this. <laughs> I, I should have gotten buzzed for that. <laughs> Sticking with the Adam Sandler camp, Big Daddy. Oh, that wasn't bad. Yeah, I, again, I, Joey. What is your what is your beef with Joey Lauren Adams tonight? I, I That's ha- two Joey Lauren Adams movies. Okay, She's for the very record. Nice. For the record, years oh, ago. <laughs> for the record, ketchup for dinner is amazing. Thank you. What's that? Ketchup for dinner is amazing. Oh. <laughs> Didn't he order like thirty packets of ketchup or something? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. The kid's name was Frankenstein. And Frankenstein. And John Stewart acts in the movie. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Another really good soundtrack, I think. Oh, That's yes. true, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got Adam Sandler. <laughs> John Stewart it was really good in the movie. Yeah, he was. That was actually my introduction to, to John Stewart. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know. It was a uh, death to smoochie for me. Uh, are you, is everybody in this room too young to remember the John Stewart show on MTV? Am I the only one? Uh, yes. Wow. Okay, we got. Okay, good. All right. Thank, thank you, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to explain the state to somebody. Really. We just don't watch oh, MTV. Oh, the state. I love the state. That's a whole other thing. The 2001 version of Planet of the Apes. Oh. Uh, the, okay, the makeup and uh, prosthetic work in that movie, and I can tell you because I've seen it firsthand in the Merrill Movie Museum, oh, right. is outstanding. Yes. Rick Baker, fantastic stuff. Right. Yeah, Charlton Heston has one scene in the movie, and it's fantastic, especially because they got Charlton Heston to say anti-gun dialogue, (laughs) which is the ballsiest move anyone has ever made in Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's worth it for that alone. They had a sound alike. (laughs) Have to go over the dialogue. (laughs) They brought in Jim Cummings to be Charlton Heston. (laughs) Oh, bother. I thought the... I thought the design of the Apes was actually was actually worked out fine, though I think the the female scientist one kind of looked like Michael Jackson towards the. Uh, but I don't know. Oh, just, the only it, time it was Helen the hair. Bonham Carter's been compared to. Michael. Yeah, I should have posted <laughs> on that one. It's, it was the hair. I, I just want to note that while I will uh, object to you continually picking on Joey Lauren Adams, Mark Wahlberg, go for it. Well, it's not a movie that proves that even female apes want to have sex with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> What? No. Oh, what? (laughs) No. Spoilers for Planet of the Apes 2001. The movie begins with him crashing his ship. He can't even bother to fly it, like, into a perfect landing. The movie ends with the the ape test pilot making a perfect landing in the middle. (laughs) It just proves that Mark Wahlberg has not evolved. (laughs) Here's the other thing. It, here's the other thing. It led to some great stories from Kevin Smith that's, about that. That's very true. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah. Props for that. I think we have time for one more. I think this is a good one to end on. Cool. X-Men Dark Phoenix. Uh, um, I watched it on a flight, so I didn't pay to see... Nope, that's not, that's not possible. You paid for the plane ticket, so yeah. I, no, I you paid too much to see it. I did not pay for the plane ticket. It is the best X-Men movie that I never saw. I was just about to say that same thing. <laughs> it, it, it came out the week that I was at Niagara Falls Comic Con, so I didn't see it either. I also did not see that movie. Come on, let's do one more real quick. One more real quick? You might have to. 
Dazzler's in it? Does that, is Dazzler's in it? What? Dazzler's I'm seeing it now. I know, right? That, no, that, really? I, I know you're being facetious. <laughs> no, I'm oh, really? Because I was, I, when I found out is Dazzler Beast was in it, Dazzler I was like, damn it, I'm watching this movie. Please, God damn I haven't heard anything about Dazzler since the arcade game. She's literally in the background singing a song like during one All right, I'm done with Here's the thing. I will shout I will shout out. I haven't seen the movie, but in general, Cody Smith McPhee is Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is my favorite Marvel character. Uh, and I think he did a great job <laughs> in the role. It's one of the things I don't like about the original Brian Singer films. I like Alan Cumming fine. He did great with what he was given, mm-hmm. but that wasn't really night, the Nightcrawler that we know from the comics. So I'm glad somebody finally brought that to live action. Sophie Turner's great too. Definitive yep. movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> that was actually in the hat. I, <laughs> Wait, the cat's in the hat? <laughs> Bazing! I will not watch it on a screen. I will not watch it with my friends. It's Dr. Seuss. It doesn't have to be a real word. I love you so much. That hit different. Uh, uh, I will not watch you when you stream. <laughs> I will not, not watch, watch you, you on the plane. <laughs> I don't know that we can top that. I, I, I don't know. I think that's a good that. one to go what? out on. Yeah, I think it's, that's what? a good one to end on. So, guys, thank you as always. I know it's not easy to defend bad movies, so let's give these guys a round of applause. Thank you guys so much for attending and enjoy the rest of Pensacon. Come back next year for Defending Bad Movies 3D. <laughs> this time it's personal. That means I'm sitting in the middle of the road. <laughs> Thanks again to Jason, Wally, Julio, Brandon, and Nathan for that awesome panel. Hopefully you guys enjoyed hearing it. I know I had an absolute blast doing it. I think I liked this year's panel even more than last year, which is saying something because last year's was really, really good. Hopefully, for next year, we get to do Defending Bad Movies 3. And for next week's show, it is the six-year anniversary of the podcast. So I'm going to go a little bit old school with the main portion of the show. I'm going to be doing a six-year anniversary AMA on Facebook Live. You can literally ask me anything, and I'll be reflecting on some of my favorite memories of the podcast, things that I'd like to see happen in the future, what direction the podcast might be going, Things like that, you can literally ask me anything, and that will be on Facebook Live Tuesday, March 17th at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. So hopefully you guys tune in and join me for that. I'll also be chatting with actress and singer Sienna Pereira about her very young career. She started acting when she was five years old and has been doing so for over 10 years, and that includes acting, singing. She's also working on an album. She also does a lot of charity work, which is great. We talk about that. It's going to be a really fun episode next week, so hopefully you guys check that out. But until then, you can check out past episodes of this show on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, as well as YouTube. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. You can also follow me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcast. And of course, thank you to the Unicorn Wranglers for providing the theme music for the podcast. You can find all their music on Apple Music, Google Play, and Spotify. And I think that's going to do it for this week's show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed Defending Bad Movies. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another awesome episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I am your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Thursday. Thursday.